0: Welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This is one of my favorite ones. (laughs) To the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining me. Got a, a news notable episode here today uh, I'm joined by Sarah Jury and I'm going to let her tell her story but uh, you may have heard the news story a little more than a month ago that uh, I, I heard it on a couple different podcasts I saw the headline I think on Twitter just scrolling through I didn't really look into it much but uh, basically it was a, a teacher being fired because it was discovered that she had an OnlyFans account uh, and uh Again, I will let her tell her story uh, in her own words. This is actually uh, the first podcast that she has done. Uh, and and frankly, the news articles and stories that came out when the news broke really didn't have her side of the story. So glad to be on the forefront of this one. Um, Sarah is a delightful, delightful person, a strong woman, and uh, was, uh, you know, had a a great uh, pleasure uh, to speak with her. I apologize in advance. My thesaurus was lacking, and I used, I believe I used the word vile several times, but I promise it was not in regards to her. Uh, So let's just roll on into it. And, uh, you know, if you listened to last week's episode, last Thursday's episode with Jeremiah Hensley, I do think there's some weird, uh, I don't know dovetailing of the of these two podcasts back to back um it's a mostly a coincidence that that it's happening this way but uh it is interesting uh certain themes uh you know again talking to uh men and women uh who are you know in their mid-30s or later and uh experiencing the uh life as a single individual can be interesting so Anyways, enjoy this interview uh, with myself and Sarah Jury. I'll see you on the flip side for a little housekeeping. All right, everybody. I am now very pleased to welcome Sarah Jury to the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you today, Sarah?
1: Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm glad, uh, glad you could join me. Um, You've got a, uh, a I, I mean, it's pretty recent news story, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's probably been an interesting uh, couple months for you, I assume.
1: It has been, yes. <laughs> Completely unexpected.
0: Yeah. So I want to, I've read up on the situation, but realizing that, uh, you know, most of my listeners probably haven't. I'll kind of, I guess, set the stage with you, the backstory. And then we'll kind of, uh, I'll let you kind of tell it, obviously, from your end, which I'm sure is not right. the, the story that most people, if they have heard of this, have probably heard, would be my guess, right?
1: You're, you're the first person that I've gotten to talk to, to tell my story. So I appreciate you uh, for letting me kind of come out and speak from my perspective about everything that's happened.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, Kinda I mean, I, I remember hearing about this your story. Um I, it must have been on a podcast because I don't really listen to the radio anymore. Um, and I was thinking, well, that seems seem, there there should be more to this story than there is. So to set the backstory with you, I guess we'll start uh with with that. Um so you were a teacher. Yes. Um was it in Ohio? Indiana Indiana, okay, somewhere in the midwest uh.
1: yeah <laughs> where the corn grows <laughs>
0: how How long had you been teaching? uh what kind of background was yeah. that?
1: so uh my career is almost twenty years. I know I don't look that old, but um most of it has been teaching, but in informal settings, so um essentially, for the last six years, I taught field trips to fifth graders.
0: okay. Interesting, Um, and that's that's the grade level you were teaching most recently as well, right? Fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So um, obviously, you're not new to teaching, Um, and uh, I guess to tell the end of the story, but we'll we'll fill in the details because my listeners might be like, "What the heck?" So you got fired for having an OnlyFans, basically, just to to cut to the end of the story. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. So how long? When did you? uh start uh the only fans
1: well uh let me just back up for for sure. a second and kind of explain how only fans even became a reality for me mm-hmm. um i've been a single mom uh living on a teacher salary and as you can imagine uh it put me into quite the poverty cycle and i was just getting more and more into debt so I tried in many ways to empower myself. I had all these side hustles from everything um, from teeth whitening to purchasing sublimation equipment and teaching myself how to use that to make shirts and mugs and tumblers. I got my certificate in group exercise and I would uh, train my friends on the side for money. I did keto coaching and I did reading tutoring as well. Um, So even after work, I would do an after-school program. I teach, do an after-school program. I'd come home, I do reading, tutoring, and then I would make shirts until bedtime. Hmm. And even despite trying all of these different ways to help myself get out of this poverty cycle, um, I just kept getting further and further into it. And I had a local friend um, right over the border in Michigan And she started an OnlyFans, and she made like $10,000 that month. And um, ironically, the the same time that I started OnlyFans, I probably had like 10 other women on my Facebook page that also started it. Um, So, you know, I was very curious about it. I had the month of July off of work. So my plan was to kind of see if I could get some side income going for myself and essentially be able to use my teaching money more as um, extra, extra play money.
0: Right. Yeah, And it's, it's kind of an interesting, so you started it in July, was that of last year?
1: This year. Yeah. Everything just I had only Oh, had this just my, happened.
0: Okay. You're... I had
1: only had my OnlyFans page like a week or two before I got fired. Um so, so school was I, even
0: out when you even started it.
1: I had started it and um had a couple weeks off and then I had to go back to work and teach a couple summer camps. Um So, but I wasn't really doing much on the page because I was busy working and had my kids home for the summer. Um, So, yeah, it was pretty interesting how work found out.
0: That was, that's the thing that jumps out first and foremost uh, is who, do you know even who discovered this and then how they discovered it? Um, Yes. So,
1: first of all, I do I do want to make a comment about work. Um, we had a very small staff, and um, you know, I, I knew I had started this OnlyFans, but I was kind of you know um, doing some temperature check as far as like, well, what would people think at work? And we had actually had a discussion about OnlyFans the week before I was fired, and my coworker had brought up. OnlyFans. And uh, she bartended after uh, work. And even though she was from a two income home, she was still working a side job for extra money. And she was making some jokes about OnlyFans, starting in OnlyFans and, and wanting her husband to start it first because gay men would uh, be into him. And my boss said, um, that, um, selling my panties on OnlyFans would be very profitable. So we had this whole conversation in the office about work. I really didn't think OnlyFans was going to be that big of a deal because here we are joking about it. And um, we, we had a pretty liberal and honest um, team. It was just three of us in the office at the time. Um, so I felt like pretty encouraged <laughs> by the fact that no one was really going to care at work. Um but to my surprise, there is this um, right wing blogger in the community and he specifically targets teachers in the area. He uh, his ex-wife is a teacher for the local school system. so he has this like really strange vendetta against teachers and he's constantly trying to get, private citizens fired in the area it's wild Mm. um so he has this hate-filled blog right now he's trying to attack um a democratic uh representative and um also a band teacher at the local high school because he's gay so anything that does not fit in line with his right wing agenda he writes these salacious articles and he fabricates stories about people. Um, And then he posts them. So uh, he had actually found out that I had an OnlyFans and it wasn't just good enough to write one article. He had to write five articles and um, and email my job and get me fired. Um, My boss actually cried the day I got fired. So I don't believe that my boss would have fired me, um, but the, his boss got a hold of it. And instead of looking at the blog and seeing that this man uses Facebook as a platform to bully people um, and continues to, they just got scared and uh, decided to fire me within 24 hours. Um, right. I started that program. I was a favorite teacher there, um, and I recently ran into a parent, actually a couple days ago, whose daughter came to uh, the a summer camp this summer, and she was very upset and very supportive of me, um, and could not believe what what I've been dragged through.
0: Yeah, it's that's kind of a grotesque human being <laughs> i mean not kind of that is like the 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 most vile creature out there in my in my humble opinion are people who um just spend and it's on all ends of the political spectrum but they spend yes. their entire life and all they want to do is ruin other people's lives not yes. make anyone's <laughs> life better it's just ruin and it's even worse like it's i think it's terrible when you go after a comedian. Uh, Even a famous rich comedian, I think it's terrible, but it's a lot worse when you're picking on band teachers and just teachers or just people in the community.
1: Private citizens, yes, who live in the community. And in my case, um, a, a single mom, you know, I'm a very vulnerable population because I did go into a profession that is well known for not being paid well, even though I do make, I did make more than the typical public school teacher. I was still in a poverty cycle myself. And, um, you know, I feel really saddened that people really started attacking my morals and my ability to be a teacher when every teacher has a private sex life outside of the classroom. And that's completely appropriate. I don't ask people about their sex lives. And um, for me, what's even more interesting is uh, I'm single and i am celibate actually and i remain celibate even with my only fans page um and i think there's a lot of important conversations about sex and uh virtual sex where it fits in our society um because we're humans every person has um sexual energy and as long as people are managing it in responsible ways Um, It's not your employer's business. I didn't do anything illegal. I'm not harming anybody. I didn't promote it in the classroom. I'm very professional, kind, um, positive teacher in the classroom. Um, And I think that it's important for me to kind of be brave and step out and talk about this openly because I feel like a lot of people have these misconceptions about OnlyFans. that aren't necessarily true or misconceptions about me that aren't necessarily true.
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's um that's an interesting point also because I think OnlyFans just has a weird stigma and I'll be honest, I've never been on OnlyFans. I've heard yeah. some things, but I also know some people who are like I have an OnlyFans, I just pose in bikinis and like respond to people's messages and they pay me. I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? I I don't like, why why is there a stigma about it? Yeah. Uh,
1: And when you have a free page on OnlyFans, your free page has to be clean. So there wasn't anything I was posting on my page that I wasn't posting on Facebook or Instagram. Um, But the person that wrote the blog had actually stolen nude images of me that had been, Uh, posted behind a paywall um, and copyrighted on OnlyFans. Uh, It is illegal to steal uh, content makers uh, pictures and distribute them. And for a man who was so concerned about um, what he considered as pornographic, he certainly liked using my nude photos as clickbait for his own profit. Um, But he had a problem with me uh, using my own, um, the, the sexual exploitation of myself for profit as an issue. Um, when I've been on dating sites for a lot of years, and in my opinion, they're very predatory. I've been sexualized on there. Everybody knows about the hookup culture. But mm-hmm. what we don't discuss is that women are being used as consumables in that hookup culture process. And I guess the other thing that makes me feel um really saddened is that in all my years on dating sites I have had countless unsolicited dick pics sent to mm-hmm. me by men but that a dick pic is not considered pornographic and I have not heard of one man that has ever been fired from their job for sending dick pics. So I guess why what I wonder is why my body is considered wrong and shameful and pornographic because it's a female body. Um, but men don't get classified as that, but they are running the gamut as far as the dating sites and, and everybody knows about this culture.
0: Yeah. Well, the dick pic thing is one, uh, oddly enough, the podcast that I'm releasing on Thursday, I was talking to a guy who he and his ex-wife look at each other's dating profiles. He's like hundreds of dick pics, all unsolicited. And it's like, yeah. Hey, to me, that's the most vile, disgusting that's where I think like, oh, men are such pieces of shit. Like <laughs> it's, it's horrible. And it, what it also does, by the way, from a cultural standpoint is it does make respectful people like myself afraid to do any, like, I don't want to like say you're pretty because I feel like, well, I don't want to come off. Like I'm a, You like it's one of those things where it's like, it actually hurts good men. It, does. Uh, it hurts all women. I, yeah. I guess. Some woman somewhere must enjoy the dick pics, I guess. Well, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I
1: am now because on OnlyFans, I actually get paid to rate them. So mm. what um, disempowered me on the dating sites has really empowered me on OnlyFans. And um, my, the, the men on OnlyFans, like in particular on my page, my fans are the nicest. They are the nicest men, so supportive. So many have come to my page because they've heard about my story. And um, truly, we have a whole culture of people who are very lonely for whatever reason. Maybe they don't want to participate in the whole hookup culture. Or maybe they have their own issues with dating or the opposite sex. And OnlyFans gives them a safe place to be seen and have conversations with people. Um, Everybody has this misconception that uh, OnlyFans is this pornographic site, but Pornhub is free. So you have to understand that the people that are going to OnlyFans are really looking for connection. They're looking for someone to talk to and to have an interactive experience that you're not gonna be able to get on something like Pornhub where that's very static. But um, it's it's really created this private uh, virtual sex platform um, that has a lot of healing capabilities for people and for someone like myself. um, You have created a platform that's empowering for women and it's created unlimited earning potential. With my teaching job, I only got a raise every three years. I didn't have health insurance even. Um, so this for a female, um, is very empowering, very empowering. The, the sexual exploitation that I've gone through on dating sites. And, you know, I want to be honest about my job at, Uh, Starbase because it was housed at a military facility. And I was sexually exploited at that job. I had a soldier who stalked me and harassed me. I had to get a restraining order on. I had a high-ranking National Guard official who touched me inappropriately when we had a photo op. And And uh, staff members who would hang and stand over the balcony staring down at me and the kids. I wasn't actually allowed to take the trash out by myself. Um, And that was something that my boss had set up. Um, So I just kind of find it ironic that as a civilian teacher within a military facility, it was completely fine for me to be sexually exploited there. For all all these years, as long as I stayed quiet about it um, and didn't uh, speak publicly about it. But the moment I take that sexual exploitation, I empower myself and I use it for my own profit. Everyone has a problem with it and I get fired within 24 hours.
0: That's and I assume with OnlyFans, you I mean, if someone was a jerk, you could just say, nope, you're out. I, your money's no good here. You're you're out of the club. So yeah, it does give you complete control over com- building yes. your community that you want.
1: And uh, my OnlyFans page is a little bit different. I don't do the hardcore porn. Um, it's, it's mostly just nudes. And my platform is actually very positive. Like um, positivity in my life. I'm a very nurturing person. I'm very kind to people. And so it's just a very playful page. I'm always going to be nice to people. Um, and I've heard, you know, different things from my fans. Um, I have a very natural body. I'm 40 years old. Um, so that for certain people, that's very attractive. And I've just, I've been told on many occasions that they just enjoy talking to me because I'm really nice to them. Um, someone had said, Sometimes on other pages, it's almost like a robot responding, but I'm a real person, um, very genuine and kind to people. And so I feel like that's kind of my niche that, um, you know, people people just enjoy talking to me because I'm going to be nice to them.
0: Yeah, it, it's a weird, it's a weird uh... I don't know dichotomy that people who kind of two different things is one is a lot of times people think oh if you're nice you can't have a sexual side which I think right is
1: or if you're of, a teacher
0: or if you're a teacher
1: you're, if, teachers are very dehumanized and right we're treated like um you know in the old days when you would read about teachers and they weren't allowed to like go to the soda shop after 8 p.m. or have gentlemen at their house, you know, like there is, and I do understand like a certain morality that they want teachers to have. However, um, teachers are human beings. And when we are off the clock, we are off the clock. Mm -hmm. And my sexual life is not my employer's business, just like it's nobody else's, whatever. If you're in a boardroom or if you work at a gym, wherever you work, um, You know, that's just, it's not something that, um, is part of your employer's business. And I don't believe that something I was doing legally, um, privately and virtually, um, off the clock was my employer's business. It had nothing to do with how I conducted myself in the classroom. We all have many sides to ourselves.
0: Right. And that's whatever you do, um, if you don't bring it into the office or into the classroom, who cares? Like, right. it's it's nobody, I guess I shouldn't say nobody gets paid enough because I'm sure there are people who get paid enough that maybe they are on the clock 24 hours a day. And that's <laughs> that's a whole separate thing. But, you know, whether you're a teacher or a garbage man or a, an insurance adjuster, uh, you know, when when you clock out, it's none of your employer's business. What the heck you're doing? As long as you're not showing up Drunk, would you know, or naked
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) that
0: that would be a problem, but but yeah, I I think it's um, yeah, and it's I don't know, it's I've seen you know, teachers. I mean, I have some friends who are teachers and be out at bars, and they're like, Oh, you don't, you never go a place where there could be kids because I don't want the kids to see me. I'm like, Yeah, well, if there's a kid in this bar at 10 p.m., that's bigger issue than you being here um
1: right but but again it kind of goes back to that like dehumanization of teachers like Mm -hmm. we need to drink because of your kids Mm -hmm. (laughs) you should be sending us wine you know how your kids are you know um there are just all of these really unfair expectations of teachers i really think that they're the most abused profession in in the entire country um but there there's these other conversations around shame of sex and shame mm-hmm. for being a sexual being um that I really think it's important to start talking about um you know you have all of these uh, the the abortion topic right now and and the pro-lifers but um in my opinion it's like why wouldn't you promote something like OnlyFans where people can have virtual sex? That is the safest sex a person can have. You're not spreading diseases. There's no unwanted pregnancies. And um, if you talk openly about sex and you empower people and you encourage people to be responsible with their sexual energy, which I felt like I was being as a single person. I don't like the hookup culture. I don't like participating in it. Um, and only fans gives me an outlet to be sexual and, and put my sexual energy someplace. Um, and I get paid for it, which is a win as well. So I just feel like, um, OnlyFans is such an empowering platform. And if we really use it and promote it um, in a good way for people, instead of just clouding people in shame about sex, we are sexual beings. We are sexual beings. Every person on this planet, we're human. It should be a beautiful thing. And people deserve to have healthy outlets for their sexual energy. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Right. Right. And that is, again, that is, I would argue, again, especially hearing what you're saying your content is, it's not, I, I've heard people who are like, you know, if you watch hardcore porn, you know, it can be really damaging to you mentally. And I don't, I don't know if I believe that. I don't really watch that much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to me, but it's everybody not... <laughs>
1: does, you know, like I think a yeah. billion dollar industry. So even the, the right-wing conservatives are still watching it they're just oh, not yeah probably being more open so. <laughs> about it it's, you know
0: yeah it, it's there's there's the sexual repression that i feel like i just i hope that it's going away mostly um but i don't know if it like i feel like it's like old people but it's like yeah but it's still there's still like i don't know that blogger
1: and I think that we we all know on an intellectual level that the more you suppress people's sexual energy and sexuality, the more it's going to come out in deviant ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that there's a lot of conversations that we need to just start talking about um, so that we can empower people with their sexual energy so that we're managing it in ways that aren't harmful to other people, you know, people know about dating apps and everyone's very comfortable with the hookup culture that's been created. But I think the hookup culture is more damaging than watching porn, to be honest, because people are being manipulated uh, and people are being used in that culture. And that's not right.
0: And and I think with the dating apps, I think that version of hookup culture is almost worse than in person it's almost the inverse of the uh to me it's like at least if you meet someone and there's sexual energy between the two of you and you hook up that's a lot better than like going to the meat market and scrolling yes. through and then actually meet it's one thing to go to only fans and enjoy something it's another yes. thing to be like swipe through okay i'm gonna fuck this one yes
1: like, and you know on only fans <laughs> on there's an honesty there right everyone knows why they're there like I'm making content and you're buying the content and there's this even exchange of energy and I'm being valued in the role that I'm providing but I feel like on dating sites it becomes very manipulative you know mm-hmm. I- I've always look, been wanting a uh, relationship and a heart and soul connection with somebody and um, people go on the dating apps and they manipulate you with their intentions if you're honest with your intentions that's one thing great there's there's people out there that want don't mind hooking up they love it they like it and they're willing to do that but it's the manipulation for me that that's bothersome because um there's no reason to manipulate someone you just need to be honest about your intentions and and when people aren't honest that's what makes it difficult for someone like me Who really wanted a relationship to find a relationship um you know you can't make people be honest
0: (laughs) yeah and and there's still there is still also i i think i feel like this is going away somewhat but i don't there there is an inherent sexism i feel like too about a guy who to to, this was an example oddly that i thought of and it, it doesn't really it doesn't relate to your situation but when I when there were news stories about teachers having sex with their students underage students when it was a man and a girl it was disgusting a hundred percent when it was the other way it was a, a pretty teacher and a 13 year old boy they're like oh man I wish I could have done that when I was 13 it's like no that's fucked up too guys like yeah
1: yeah. And, you know, that's when it comes to like sexuality and sexual deviance in our, in our culture. Um, you know, even in uh, an example like that, the double-edged sword that swung the other way because, um, women are treated differently in our sexuality than men are. Mm-hmm. Um, and even for me, like I, I, I got fired for being a sexual being and um, actually being responsible with my sexual energy, doing it privately, doing it virtually. Um, And I do understand that that's unconventional to people who are partnered, but for a woman who's been single for almost five years, um, (laughs) it's almost like, well, the alternative is getting caught up in, in, the, the hookup culture and the dating sites. And that's been traumatic for me, honestly. Um, only fans has been very empowering for me as a woman. Um, regardless of all the stories that's been said about me, there there has been a really great benefit to it. And that's why I wanted to come out and advocate for it and to have these conversations because I think they're important to our culture. Um, they're important to our culture that we need to remove the shame over being a sexual being, that being a sexual being is um, part of our human experience. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, if you're using your sexual energy in good ways and managing it well, um, it should be really um, empowering and amazing experience to, to, to be this sexual being. Um, so thankfully I have a platform now to kind of talk about things that, um, a lot of people aren't comfortable talking about, but I feel like to get some healing around these issues, um, we need to talk about it and we need to have intelligent conversations about it and, um, platforms for people to, Um, be able to explore their sexuality and their sexual energy in ways that don't harm anybody OnlyFans is not harming anybody
0: (laughs) right right it's it's your choice to put what content you want on there and hey you can make money (laughs) like yes (laughs) I mean to me it's it's I don't again maybe it's because I'm not I guess I can't get my, my, mind, but to me, it's like starting an only. what's different than starting an only fans and starting your own podcast. You choose what to put out there. Yeah. You choose the content. Well, if you, you, if you want to do something weird, you that's on you.
1: And the, and the funny thing is like, honestly, as a single woman, I'm not doing anything on only fans. I wasn't doing in DMS as a single woman or on the dating sites. I was sexting. I was FaceTiming. I was sending pictures, I was receiving pictures. Um, So I really, my conduct and behavior hasn't changed, but it became very offensive to people that I found a way to profit. Um, And honestly, for the people that are so up in arms about my morality, um, it's not my morality that's in question. My morality really lies as a single mom trying to provide for her kids and get out of a poverty cycle. Um, Honestly, my kids are more important than any kid that I've ever taught. And um, I was just looking for opportunities to better our life. And it's not my fault that as a culture, I can get paid more for taking my clothes off than having a degree and going and Mm -hmm. teaching kids. That's not my morality. I'm near I'm just exploiting what's already there, what's already the money that people are willing to pay dictates the morals of the society. So the fact that I wasn't paid well as a teacher is not my morality. It's it's our morality as a society, because if teachers were valued and if I was valued as a teacher, I would not have been in a poverty cycle. I would not have been getting a raise every three years. I would not. I would not have had to um, sell my car back to the bank because I've gotten myself in so much credit card debt because my paycheck was sixteen hundred dollars and my rent was eleven hundred. Mm. That's math, not magic. Yeah. <laughs> you know that it, it created a lot of stress for me, um, and it saddens me that people were so quick to judge and say so many mean things about me Mm -hmm. when I was an exceptional teacher and I loved children and I loved my job. I loved my job and it's been something that I've had to grieve. I've had to grieve the loss of that job, um, the loss of my identity. My kids, my own kids were going to come to my program this year and and it was all we had talked about for the past year. And, you know, that man who exploited me in such a traumatic way, he took a lot from me. He took my in, the income of a single mom and he took away the um, experience of finally being able to teach my kids because they are going into fifth grade. Um, he took a lot from me with no remorse. Uh, He posted my termination letter and he put it behind a paywall and he made fun of me for um, applying for a protective order against him for harassment. Um, You know, he's put me through a lot of humiliation for just trying to provide for my kids and make a better life for myself
0: just a, a vile, disgusting excuse for a human being, frankly, is what he is. Um, and that, you know, I, I do wish as society, and I'm so sorry for what you've gone through with that. And I'm I'm very happy that you're very strong. And yeah. you're, you know, battling through it. But I, I really wish as a society and you know, I don't know how school systems work well enough to to know who makes decisions on stuff like that. But it's, I really hope we get to the point where, whether it be a school system, an employer, at a corporation, uh, a network with a you know a, a comedian who said a joke that that didn't transcribe nicely, um, they just say fuck you. You're offended. That's your problem, not ours. We don't care. Yeah, you have the right to be offended. Uh, have a nice day. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, that, like- that's
0: the thing is is you could make a a, a Again, I br- always bring it back to comedy because that's kind of my avenue where I, it's like you can make a joke that one per 99 people can laugh at and one person finds it offensive for whatever. Maybe it was offensive or maybe they just misunderstood it or miss you know, something personal in their head. Yes, you
1: they're know, triggered.
0: Get, guess what? That's your right. You have the right to be offended. If yes. for some reason this lady... Uh, a, you know being naked oh my god it, that offends me well that's right. you be right on my
1: only fans page then
0: yeah did, that's
1: the only place it was posted
0: yeah well and <laughs> and again he also you said he stole the images and used them so obviously he didn't mind looking
1: yes and he exploited he them really on my page but him or one of his henchmen were some you know he got those i didn't send them to him and they had the only fans um, but uh, you know, he had no problem using my pictures as clickbait. You know, I think he really wanted to become famous um for like exposing me in such a vulnerable way. Um, but uh fortunately I um am blessed and unstoppable and I have every um anticipation that um I'm going to be able to go around and have platforms and spread positivity and stand up for myself and other women um, because I should never have been fired. A man would not have been fired for sending dick pics. I mean, let's be real.
0: No, <laughs> no not not unless he sent it to his employer, then maybe. <laughs> and then, you know, it depends how well received. it
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, people are, hey, on OnlyFans, I've learned a lot people have a lot of kinks. they're into a lot of stuff and uh fortunately for me um lots of men have a teacher fantasy so i thought i was gonna be more in the milf category but that that teacher fantasy runs really deep (laughs)
0: well that that's that's another thing that is so ironic that that was that's what i was thinking earlier is uh I'm blanking. Uh, oh, hot for teacher. The song. Like yes. it's been ingrained in society like every young boy wants a hot teacher. Yeah. Um and it's like so there, there there's an attractive teacher and she's not solicit. she's not giving her only fans uh, uh you know free memberships to her students. No. <laughs> like it's just like it, it is but that's a thing. Again, it's one of those things that's kind of baked in the cake like for from a young age it's like oh i hope i have a pretty teacher
1: Yes, Um. the um it's it's the forbidden you know it's Mm. the 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 fantasy comes from not being able to have that Mm. um so uh (laughs) you know um so it just, I feel like carried on in adulthood and I can't tell you how many men like, and I, you know, at a certain point, the the media coverage got crazy and it was like, okay, Sarah, what are you going to do? I'm going to embrace this and I'm going to use this as a way to empower myself and turn it into a positive and just play up the hot teacher role. Like, okay, yeah. well, if this is what I got in so much trouble for. Then I might as well get something out of it and fulfill a few fantasies while we're here.
0: Yeah, and I think that no,
1: have fun with it, be playful.
0: Yeah, it's I, not I think that that's it genius. wasn't
1: that serious.
0: No, that's that's the right way to do it. That's uh, I, I you know, they you you found a you found a niche that hopefully you can make a good amount of money and in, lean into it while while you can, right? I mean, that's that's the thing and and uh hopefully um i know the news it's when did they, this only happen like a month ago thereabouts
1: yeah so it was uh i think i was fired like june 26th and then the articles some some other articles had picked it up uh, barstool sports and new york post and um a few other ones but i've heard that i've been on google and um Even um, the Daily Sun in the UK, um, and then different podcasts, The Wing, The Sting, (laughs) The King. Uh, (laughs) You know, I don't listen to, I'm not their demographic, but um, yeah, so it was kind of like, wow, everyone's talking about me. Everyone has their own, you know, some people wrote about me and um, it was not so nice. And then there were some articles that were, very positive and um i appreciate um the articles that um used their platform to empower me um and not shame me in this
0: <laughs> yeah well it's there there were i feel like most most i don't know some of them were very cuz i i just in in show prep uh you know i'm like some of these articles are ridiculous it's like they're acting like she was like doing it, the OnlyFans, like having the kids take the pictures of her, it was like, come on, like this is, and even finding out more details that you've told me, it's like, she wasn't, this had nothing to do with anything to do with school, like it's.
1: No, nothing, it it was off the clock in my bedroom, my kids weren't even around, you know, (laughs) and you know, that's the thing too, is like, people, I guess, they would be more comfortable with me being on dating sites and having a revolving door of men Mm -hmm. in my bed. Like what, (laughs) what is happening? Like this is virtual. You know, I'm not hurting anybody. Um, And uh, you know, the other thing too, is like, I used to be really, really overweight and I've had my own journey on like reclaiming my body and feeling really good. After my divorce, I kind of did like a whole transformation my, on myself and I I wanted to build my most beautiful life and be my most beautiful self and I've really come a long way and I feel good about myself I feel sexy for the first time in my life and um, so in, in a sense like it's been fun to feel empowered and show my body off and all my hard work um, and to do it at 40 years old is pretty amazing <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's kudos exciting. on that too but no it's i literally and i wasn't going to say this but i i feel like it plays off what you said how sick is it as a society that if you had slept with a different man every single night you you'd still have your job yeah <laughs> but yeah but being <laughs> celibate and just enjoying your vibe just posing for pictures and or whatever yes
1: it's, it's being on the dating sites. That's what I said. Like uh, even people at work, my friends know how hard dating has been for me. And it would just be like, like you, you would chat with someone. You think you have really good connection and you'd go on a date and it would be this great date. And then you'd have sex with them. And then you never hear from them again, the whole ghosting thing. It was really devastating to me. And, you know, after that happened, I was like, went through really long uh, spurts of celibacy because I don't like the hookup culture. It's like really uh, hurtful to me. It's hurtful for me to be seen, to be treated as just a body and not a heart and a soul. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, this has been a lot more empowering. It's virtual sex. It's private as well. Um and it's such a double standard. Like you said, I I could have been hoeing around on the dating sites. Nobody would have cared. Like having actual sex and putting myself at risk of all the things that come along with being promiscuous. Um, Mm -hmm. but that's not my style and that's not what I wanted to do. And uh, only fans for me was like, um, not only empowering, but also a, a healthy and responsible outlet for me to be a sexual being, um, you know, because I am because I'm human, just like everyone else. Um, so it's just, it's interesting that people have these conceptions and in their own issues with sex and their own issues with shame and their own issues with their bodies um, that have nothing to do with me and they they didn't know me and they didn't know my story um, but um, you know I feel like on social media people like to project their own pain mm-hmm. and with nasty comments and they like to just like that person who creates that um Facebook page where he tries to ruin people's lives, um, you know, you can have your opinions, and you're free to do so. But I am allowed to live my life, you know, and I wasn't doing anything illegal, or hurting anyone. Um, I was managing my, my sexual energy responsibly. And that wasn't anyone's business unless they wanted to be on my page and pay me (laughs) you know I wasn't uh posting news on my Facebook page or my Instagram page you can't even do that so (laughs) (laughs) they'll shut your page down so um you know it's just kind of ironic um that I I kind of got caught up in um the the opinions of other people who were just judging me because of their own issues around things
0: yeah it's it's um yeah i i don't know what makes people like that but both the sexual repression part
1: yeah that's one
0: aspect and again also the 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 cancel people um yeah just like what went wrong in your life that all you want is misery
1: yeah and see other people suffer. And, you know, I think that, um, you know, we really need to be intentional with our words and our comments on social media Mm -hmm. because people suffer silently. And even someone like myself, I have struggled with my finances all year. It's created a lot of depression my kids started calling me sad mommy because I would cry at night in the bathtub, um, knowing that um, as, as hard as I was working, I was still coming up short. Um, and I wanna give my kids the best, they deserve the best childhood. Um, and I feel deeply committed to that. Um, even with, with OnlyFans, for people who think I just went on there to be a porn star, like I went on there to help my little family and, and our financial situation. Um, so it, you, you don't know what people are going through in their private lives. And you don't know the suffering people endure. Everyone has a story that would break your heart. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a story that would break your heart, and I think it would benefit all of us if we were just a little kinder to people, a little more understanding. And if 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 that person is not harming you, then move on. You know, it's not your business. Go find your joy. You don't have to worry about what that other person's doing. You know, empower yourself.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, be, a
1: kinder, be a little kinder to people.
0: Yeah, I I I came to this conclusion on uh on Twitter. Um and it's a similar thing. It's like if someone just posts something vile and gross, you can just block them. Yeah. If you find what they say offensive and, and you know, for me it's a a long a long road before I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> this person's a piece of shit." Yeah. Just hit block. That's all you have to do and then they're out of your life.
1: Yes. People don't understand the power of the block button, you know, <laughs> and and honestly, like the whole time that this all went down, like my boss was on my Facebook page, <laughs> like anything I posted, he saw. So, you know, like I said, we had that conversation in the office. He encouraged me to sell panties on OnlyFans. We had just more of a liberal, uh, you know, not easily offended work culture. Um, and so I didn't see a problem with it. He knew what kind of teacher I was like in that classroom, um, what kind of human being I was like outside the classroom. Um, and it's just unfortunate that this blogger who's has a criminal record, he has a domestic violence charge, he has a drunk driving charge,
0: mm, numerous <laughs>
1: Yep. Numerous protective, there's there's a type, right? Mm-hmm. Numerous protective orders, numerous lawsuits against him for slander. Um, you know, what he did for me, there are laws against reven- revenge porn, protecting people and the, their images. Um, you know, so for this man to try to be the morality police well, I don't have a criminal record and I wasn't doing anything illegal. He's actually out endangering real people and real people's lives. And, um, you know, affected my life in a real way, not a virtual way, but a real way by getting me fired. Um, and I just feel like I don't understand why Facebook, uh, won't take his site down for, for bullying and hate speech. Um, You know, there's bullying in the playground and everyone is so concerned about kids bullying kids. But the truth is they get it from the adults. Look Mm at social media, look at Facebook, look at this guy. He's an ultimate bully and he's just being allowed to do it. And it's just important that um, people like him are shut down. You know, it's okay to have your opinion, but it's not okay to um, attack people that are, you know, uh, different than you, gay people and black people and teachers and, and, uh, you know, whoever doesn't fit his agenda, um, people are free to, to live their lives. They're free to live their lives outside of someone else's, um, opinions of it.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he sounds like someone who he could find a problem with about ninety seven percent of people in the world. Like that's it. Maybe more than that.
1: <laughs> yes, but um, not himself.
0: No, no, no. Of course himself. not. Uh,
1: and and just the fact that he writes the, you know, I get it. He, he he's a blogger. He's looking for attention, and to get attention, you have to write some salacious stuff you need clickbait for people to click your your stuff but it's not right to defame people and it's not right to fabricate stories about people um because you're looking to create a story that fits your agenda um right you know it's not right and not not one article that was written about me um interviewed me heard about me right so appreciate having an opportunity to to share my side of the story um because I have my own story and um um (laughs) despite things that had been written about me that were very hurtful um I'm a very loving and kind person um I you know people's stories are safe with me their hearts are safe with me um and those kids in that classroom were safe with me
0: Yeah. And, and Sarah, I'm so glad that you're uh, as, as devastating as this was. uh, Yeah. And I don't, this is not to to get religious at all, but it's like, it, it, if it was going to happen to someone, thank God it happened. I don't know why I even said that religious, that didn't make sense, but thank God it happened to someone who's strong like you, who, who Uh I know how devastating it is, but at the same time, you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this. And, uh, I, yeah, well
1: it it gives me a platform to now have bigger conversations with people that I hope to be able to keep going out and speaking and bringing these conversations up because I clearly triggered a lot of people. And when you're triggered, that's showing you that something inside of you needs healing and to be addressed. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, this whole concept around sex, it's crazy because on one hand, our culture is so obsessed with sex. It's it's in every song. It's in every movie. Uh, porn is a billion dollar industry. We're just obsessed with sex. Um, but on the other hand, we also shame people for being sexual beings. We have some Puritan mindset that people are not allowed to be to be sexual. Um, human beings and um especially with women that um it's something to be ashamed of that and we still have this this concept of double standards um so for me it's like bringing these conversations to the forefront so that we can have them to have these conversations as a woman talk about um some of the some of the the things in our culture that are really broken, because I feel like if we can have these real honest conversations, there's a lot of healing that can happen for people around sex and sexuality. And even with the opposite gender, um, you know, so many people have like I do insecure attachment issues or real issues with the opposite sex. And um, I think that if we can have these conversations it could be very healing we could be more honest and upfront with each other and not um harm each other in in this in the process um because there's really no need for it we're we're all humans we're all on our journeys we're all doing the best that we can and i think we can have a lot more compassion for each other
0: yeah amen to that and that's a uh my, my, uh, my libertarian part of me is always do everyone should be free to do whatever the hell they want, as long as they're not hurting you and you're not hurting anyone.
1: (laughs) No, I want to help people. I want to inspire them. I want to give them hope. And, um, you know, I, I want to have a platform that is based on, um, being a safe place for people, whether it's on OnlyFans or my Instagram, I want to, I want to give out affirmations and I want to make people feel really good about themselves. Um, because so many people don't, you know, so many people, like I said, suffer silently. Um, and, and we've created a culture that doesn't make people feel good most of the time. Um, so if I can, take what's happened and turn it into a positive and be a light for people, um, then that's a gift. It's an honor. And, you know, in that sense, that man did not destroy my life, but he catapulted me to something bigger where I can be a teacher on a different, on a bigger grander scale and and help people and have important conversations.
0: Yeah. And that's a beautiful outlook. And, and also, um, before i ask you to to give your plugs i i have to say the other the overlooked factor you mentioned it but an inspiration in another way too of you said you were overweight you you you, yeah. you lost weight you're 40 and you look fantastic and that and that is another factor where it's like that's inspirational too beyond everything else it's like that that by itself is 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 something that people should be Uh, uh, men and women should be aspiring to better yourself, better, you know, better your health. And yes, uh...
1: you can reclaim every part of your life. I reclaim my body. And now I get to reclaim my sexual energy, I get to reclaim my sexuality, I get to reclaim my finances. Um, You know, I think that we're all meant to live a brilliant life full of peace and happiness and joy and it's about believing that you deserve those things and taking the action to go after the life that you really really want and you know the truth is for anyone who's been bullied out there or been made an an example of like I was um just know that even though it felt very humiliating and difficult at the time Once everyone has said everything bad about you that's possible to say, uh, there's freedom on the other side. Because now I can live my life openly and joyously. I can do what I want. I can have my OnlyFans page and I can promote it openly uh, instead of being afraid of promoting it because I'm a teacher. Um, So, you know, don't let the the heaviness of other people's judgments take your light away um just know that at any given point you are still the co-creator of your life and that nobody can ever take that power from you nobody can take your peace because it lies within you um and um the only thing that matters is the judgment of yourself. You know that you that you know yourself, and um, that bullies aren't allowed to have that power over you. Um, that that's what the bully wants, and unfortunately, um, they're they're out there, and there's nothing that you can do except wish them healing, and not give your power away to them. So that's another reason this was important for me, um, to remind myself that I have a voice, that, um, my voice is very powerful and that, um, I have an opportunity to stand up for myself and for other people, uh, that have been put through similar situations. So.
0: That's a fantastic message. (laughs) Um, I I can't say anything that'll be better than that. So, (laughs) so I'll say this, Sarah, where can people go to find you on social media? And, and, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I link everything, uh, for you in the show notes, but, but, uh, for the people who are too lazy to scroll down, where can people go to find you?
1: (laughs) I'd love for them to be fans, men and women. And even my only fans page, my free page, um, the, there's nothing new down there. So you can just support, you, you can hit me up in the DMs if you wanna see uh, it, <laughs> um, the sexy teacher. But um, everything right now we've uh, rebranded. I have a PR team now and it's all um, love underscore Miss Sarah. So love underscore Miss Sarah free is my free page. Love underscore Miss Sarah unlocked is my subscription page. And then love Miss Sarah on all of the socials as well, so.
0: Gotcha. And uh, we, Sarah with yeah. an H.
1: Sarah with an H. <laughs> the only way to spell it.
0: <laughs> That's the best you one. You know,
1: i a little extra, so I got to have that H. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Sarah, I, um, th- this was a, I, I had a great, uh, I feel like I've been uh, raised up uh, a little bit by talking to you. So thank you. Uh, for for that, and thank you for coming on and uh, and talking to me. And uh, I hope uh, people go subscribe. And uh, I hope just things go to the moon for you.
1: Blessed and unstoppable.
0: <laughs> thank you, Sarah.
1: Thank you, Jeff.
0: Hey, folks. This podcast is sponsored by Flaviar. Drinking spirits is expensive. Instead of dropping bank on a bottle you're not sure you'll absolutely love, you can expand your palate with Flaviar's ever-growing collection of spirits. This members club curates an extensive collection that's complete with everything from the big brand classics to offerings from smaller craft distillers. With personalized recommendations based on your current likes and dislikes and one complimentary tasting box every quarter. Their selection eclipses which you'll find at local liquor stores and bars, totaling thousands, all of which are documented in the Flaviar app, along with visualized tasting notes. Members also get a special pricing, and shipping is free on everything. So when you stumble on a bottle, you need more of it. It'll arrive right at your door. Sign up for Flaviar using the link below so they know the Jeff Macalino podcast sent you. That's it. That's all. Hope you had a ball. Thank you to Sarah jerry for joining me. Um, there's some interesting stuff and uh, just a, you know, an unfortunate story um, that it has to be a news story, but I, I will say I take some joy in seeing that, you know, frankly, I, I think she's going to end up probably making way more money. Uh, now, uh, although I'm sad and I would like to see, you know, uh, if she's so interested, I'd like to see someone with the, the, uh, cojones to say, you know, don't care if you're offended. That's your choice. She's good at what she does. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a sad society we live in. Uh, but, I, I said this to her, you know, fortunately it happened to someone who's well-equipped uh, and strong. Uh, and uh, I think she will get through her situation just fine. Uh, and uh, I'm very happy to hear that. You can find a link to her free OnlyFans account, which I'm sure links to the paid one, uh, in the show notes. As well as her Instagram uh, account. You can also find the links to Flaviar. Uh, and uh, Abata and uh, Geology, the award winning men's skincare line. I'm not reading these ads this week, but uh, still give them a, a free plug. Uh, you can click on those in the show notes to find out more and uh, get the applicable discounts. Um, that's about all I got for you. Uh, frankly, uh, you know, uh, I think I mentioned this in last week's or one of the two last week, but in case I didn't, I mentioned the, uh, some behind the scenes shots from the movie that, uh, I am filming are on Facebook on the women want everything page. If you're following the Jeff Macalino podcast page on Facebook, you can get to the women want everything page through, uh, well, I've shared a couple posts, um, I don't know. You can figure it out. I'm sure you are smart enough. You're intelligent enough. I, did, I, I am monetized now on YouTube. I hope you check out the videos on YouTube. If not, please subscribe to me there. Someone said, oh, you're running ads. Well, yes, I'm running ads. I'll take my, you know, percentage of a penny every time you watch one of my videos. Don't you dare judge me. You know, I'll give you the videos free of ads if you uh, sign up for my Patreon. Even at the $3 a month level, you don't have to go through those annoying 15 seconds of advertisements to see my YouTube videos. You can get them for free. Um, well, not for free, but ad free <laughs> on my Patreon. So join that if you're so inclined. That's still getting started up. I've got a few ideas in the hopper. And, uh, you know, sign up for that and uh, I promise you will you will reap rewards of some kind um, all right that's about it thanks again to Sarah for joining me thanks to you for joining me uh, we've got a fun one coming to you next week um, it's actually uh, another uh, me uh, with two guests uh, that's a that's a rare one. It is with the skeptic metaphysicians, uh, Will and Karen. So be on the lookout for that next Monday. Until then, uh, you know, hey, I hope you liked it. Share it. Give me a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. Share this with a friend and uh, keep coming back for more. Boom, it's over.